I'm back home in Vancouver talking today, tonight, about the sacred pause. I wanted you to listen to something. If you can hear this, let me know if you can hear this. Oh, you can't really hear it that well. It's in the background just after 7 p.m. here in Vancouver, and there is a woman playing the saxophone on a balcony. It's absolutely beautiful. Let me know when, where you are um, kind of signing in from. Let me know if you're watching replay. Hit hashtag replay. What's up, Elizabeth? I'm going to be talking a little bit about the sacred pause. Now, the reason why you're here in this group is because somebody told you that it's important that you take responsibility for extending that pause between stimulus and response. When you get triggered, which is happening again and again with all of this COVID conversation, the coronavirus, there's a health scare, things are getting worse in New York, you never know, is it going to be six more weeks and it's over? How do you know? Are we flattening the curve? Fake news, not fake news, vaccines, arguments back and forth. You'll start noticing that people are behaving like a childlike state, and that's normal. It completely makes sense, especially when we are in a place of active nervous system activation. And so in all of the readings I'm doing, in all of the mastermind groups that I'm in, I'm, I'm committed to engaging in a conversation that's going to keep my mind and my body towards a vision and a future that I am inspired by. That's the real big important consideration. It's a very important distinction for you during this time that when you're surrounded by family, when you are kind of changing your work situation, no matter what you're doing, if you're either off work or you're busier than ever, um, or it's you're, you're extremely like busy, but now like you're having to protect yourself because of people and all of that. And so you're constantly in, in a change, in flux. And there's nothing, there's something that I've noticed in helping people who are going through change, who, you know, this is basically my specialty is I help people who are going through what I call transitional anxiety, leaving relationships, trying to make their shitty relationships better, um, starting a new job, getting let go, something, the rug gets pulled out from under you, you see an infidelity, and then lo and behold, you find yourself knee deep in the midst of a crisis. And it took about three or four of my own to go through them and realize what the most important consideration is. Because the first thing that happens when you're in this situation is your nervous system gets so distressed that we, once again, because of a trigger, fragment or fracture or dissociate from our truth, from who we are, from our bodies, from our realities. And constantly, here I am, downtown Vancouver, hearing sirens go off consistently, all opportunities for me to, boom, go outside and, boom, go back into the childlike part of me, the childlike part that's not just here. All of you who've done a lot of inner work that's here, the cognitive work, the Demartini work, the Byron Katie work, cognitive work, to change your old stories about your past, and you've done great work. You know, you've done enough to get you here, which is amazing. And the thing that most people leave out is how my body re reacts. It's it's not a cognitive process. And so we're in a situation where these old stories have constantly been keeping the score in our body. They've been affecting our relationships. But because we've been so busy with the doing, with the achieving, with the whatever it is that we do to distract ourselves from feeling, now we're put in a, a container where we have no choice but to bump up against all of those things. And we've seen an increase in 
conflict with couples. We've seen an increase of volatility and violence. We've seen crime. We've seen all sorts of uh, chaos that has resulted because of this. And now we have no choice but to now look and see what the root cause is. And so the root cause usually, you know, when you have two people that are at war with one another and they're going, you know, like counseling couples or whatever, they're, they're going to go and they're going to try and get their points validated. But what we've discovered is using neuroscience, instead of trying to validate one another, it's wiser for us to separately take the responsibility, even if the other partner doesn't want to, take the responsibility of unpacking and observing the feelings that are repeatedly coming up as patterns in these relationships and then going back and looking at the child mind, the unconscious child mind of us that this is really about. This is the part of us that we've abandoned. And so the goal of this work is to consistently remind you constantly of where your attention ought to be if you want to come through this with grace, with flow, uh, in a leadership position. Because that's really what it is that you want. From what I've polled and the people that I've talked to, what you really want coming through this is an experience of, hey, Charlotte, hey, Charlotte, hey, Elizabeth, nice to see you. Let me know where you're signing in from. I'd love to, I'd love to uh, kind of engage. Let me know where you're signing in from. So what you really want coming through this is an opportunity to look back and go, wow, I really stepped up as a leader. I pivoted what I offered the world, whether it be my job, whether it be my kids, whether it be my offerings of my gifts. You want to be more connected. Hey, Charlotte. Hey, Airdrie. I mean, uh, uh, East Van, Airdrie, Calgary. Yeah, 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 that's right. Alberta, my Canadian friends. You want to come through on the other side going, wow, I'm so much better. My leadership has emerged. And so the way that we do that is by taking the time to actually heal. What this, whatever comes up, what these triggers are, are really about. Because they're showing up again and again and again. Let me know in the comment section if you've been noticing which triggers are coming up for you. Because I want to help you expand that. On today's call, I'm going to help you to transform those triggers a little bit. So, hey, Caroline, I want you to write down in the comment section what are the triggers that you've been noticing. Has there been conflict in your relationship? What's been your main trigger that's been happening? And can we create an environment where we can all actually be okay with whatever shows up so that we can alchemize it into gratitude. That's really what the whole point is. It's not to deny your feelings. It's to give space to them and to go through a step-by-step -step process that you can learn to master to get yourself into your body, out of your head, constantly trying to think your way out of problems, where the answer that you come up with from that space is usually based on fear. And what happens to every decision that you've ever made that was based on fear? You've always looked back on those decisions and said, crap, I totally made that decision based on fear. So the goal of this work is self-regulation so that you can then get into your heart and make the next move in this unknown from a place of love, from a place of inspiration. Yes, there will be, yes, there will be fear. <laughs> of course, you, it's normal to be scared because we're going in the unknown. But there's a different difference in the type of fear. The stress that's based on uh, distress because it's in the way is very uh, damaging to the cells of the body. But the type of stress that is involved in like an excitement like ooh this is coming up like Caroline for example well after she's done some work she came and did our workshop on Saturday um, and really healed a massive part of her and reconnected to a massive part of her within a couple days she was asked to write 
an article for work. You want to share about a little bit about that. She was asked to write uh, an article for work about healing intergenerational trauma. And she's a lawyer. She works with Aboriginal, the Aboriginal community. Like, holy crap. Like, amazing things are on the other side of you taking on the leadership role, putting your hand up, voluntarily deciding to use the This is on the other side of that, your leadership emerges. On the other side, there's calmness to you that people really uh, will find quite magnetic because this is the last thing, because people literally are walking around like this. I don't feel safe. Um, I don't feel safe in my body. The world is about to end. I don't feel safe in the, my body and the world isn't safe and I'm about to die, okay? The world's not safe and I'm gonna die. This is how everybody is walking around. I see it in people's faces. You know, there's very few people. You walk around, I make eye contact with people, I smile, how are you? Depending on their, their re response to me, I know exactly what's happening in their nervous system. Ah, that guy's in a ventral vagal state. Hey, what's up? He feels safe. Why? Because he, he feels safe. Why? Because he feels safe in his body. Because he's safe in his body, now I feel safer around him. This is how your children are looking at you right now. Okay? If you want to heal relationships, I'm telling you, this is what we do. People come to me constantly. This is what I've been doing for the last three years, like consistently. People come in relationship limbo, toxic relationship, mess, crisis. And they're like, he, do, he doesn't do the work. He did it. I'm like, I don't give a shit about him. It's not about him. He doesn't exist. Okay? Okay. Our number one goal is, a, can you save my marriage? No, it's not my goal. Our number one goal is to have you feeling safe in your body first, regardless if they're here or they're not. Please write that down. If you're stuck in a codependent relationship, this time frame right now will be very triggering for you because it's going to bring up the reality that you don't feel safe in your body whether or not this person is here or not. And I know what that's like. It's not comfortable. It fucking sucks. But your nervous system is giving you information. It's wise for you to listen to that information. nervous system is giving you information. Hello, yes, I'll grab the article and posted helped write an article about the spiritual significance of the jingle dress healing dance my niece did. Perfect. Amazing. So there's a spiritual significance to a, a, a native traditional dance and she's talking about it. And soon after she sat there and worked, we worked five hours that day. We went hardcore. We healed a part of you, her, a part of you that you fragmented from. As soon as it happens, all of a sudden the universe gives you like an opportunity to lead. And then there's going to be like, whoa, me? This is what this is what will happen to you. As soon as you do this work and you heal this part of you, all of that stuckness that you're feeling, I just want I'm stuck. Why am I stuck in relationships, stuck in my career? Uh, that stuckness means fear. That stuckness is a nervous system dis, um, nervous system dysregulation. It's supposed to feel that way when you're stuck in a trauma state. It basically is your childlike child mind screaming for your attention, saying you can't Word. as long as uh, you've taken care of me. That's what's happened. That's what I want you to understand stuckness as. I know this sounds weird and very unscientific. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's actually, stuckness is your child mind, your emotional brain, basically stopping you. Uh-uh. That's basically what sabotage and stuck stuckness are. Your adult mind makes a goal and says I'm gonna do this right and as soon as you take a step your child mind says uh-uh-uh no it has a different agenda and it's completely unconscious and you have no idea you just keep getting these results and you don't know it's all nervous system related 
the hallmark of this work and why it's so important is this work and understanding how to self-regulate your nervous system and learn how to co-regulate with other people because your soul and your safeness in your body is the determining factor of how you show up in every relationship and how you show up in relationships is the determining factor of how you're able to design your life because you're not going to be able to design your life the way that you want unless you are able to enroll other people in a cause or a vision that's just greater than than yourself or themselves and so in order to have that you must first be in a state of gratitude you must first be i must first be in a state of the world is safe right here the world is safe right here because if the world isn't safe right here when i show up in business when i show up in a relationship you're going to feel that with me this is what you're you're going to feel it with me you can feel it right now when i'm talking to you by the tone of my nervous system the sound of my voice my facial expression you can tell if i'm in ventral vagal which is socially socially engaged present in a state of flow this is who you are this is basically chelsea this is how you are when you're djing and you're just in that state and you're in pure creativity that's your greater self that's your greatest contribution to other people it takes time to get yourself into that flow like state because from that place your relationships start to transform the quality of your relationships start to move up the quality of the conversations that you have with people are not about complaining pity party wah, 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 wah. okay the people you start hanging out with start completely putting you your mindset into your possibility so i'm going to ask you this right now as a, as a um as a refresher for you I'm gonna ask you this what would have to happen by the end of this COVID thing what would you love to have created for yourself what would you what take a moment and think about it maybe write it out write it in the comment section okay in other words if there if, if I was doing a, a, if I was doing a newspaper article about you and your life after the COVID thing what are the headlines that I would that 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 I would write about your life your business your work your family headlines that could that that you'd love to be written if they were written about you and your family and what you've accomplished throughout this time take a moment write it out I really want you to engage with this it's, it's really important for you to get present what would you because because me consistently reminding you of this is helping your nervous system it's activating your prefrontal cortex I'm asking you this right now what would you love to create for yourself by the time is done whether it takes six weeks three months let's say it takes a year right what would you love to create I have a vision I have an amazing vision that actually brings tears to my eyes about what I want next year to look like I've shared that with my team of coaches I've shared that with my mentors I've shared that with my beautiful fiance what would you love to create? What would you love written? This is this is the only way through, and you know it, because if you don't do this and you don't stay connected to it and you don't put content into your ears and eyes that guide you up that path, then you're going to come through on the other side, and you're not going to be any. You're going to be way worse off you can actually be way better off if you're willing to let go of the way you used to do things I'm constantly looking at what I need to be letting go and it fucking sucks <laughs> 
and I'm getting better and better and better at it. And the more that I do, the more my life seems to open up to possibility and excitement. Oh, to get married. I'm getting married on the 18th. We, we planned this a couple months ago, month and a half ago. Okay, now the wedding's in two weeks. What the hell, what do I got to do? Oh, we adapt. What to do? Okay, if it's just going to be the two of us, all right, we'll send a Zoom link to a few key people and we're going to make it a wedding and we're going to share it with a few key people, one photographer, just the two of us. doesn't have to be a Hollywood production. My gosh, adaptation. Let go of the way that I want, that I, that I had expectations on. This is the healthiest way to get through this. So where would you love to be? Where would you love to be? And here's the question you want to ask. What, who would I have to become? I'm just writing it out. I just wrote it out here. I'm just reading my notes. Who would I have, who do I need to be what do I need to do to transform this? <laughs> I'll tell you the very first thing that we need. This is its amazing how in all business um, masterminds and groups and coaching programs that I'm in, every single one says the same thing as the number one most important thing is your mindset. Before all else, taking care of everybody else, your kid, your whatever, and putting it on them, you must learn how to put the oxygen mask on you first so that you can be there for other people. That's like priority, double down. That's what it would be. Who would you love to be? April 18th, yes, right, happening. So I'm not sure if, you've, if, you're, if you're coming, I think many of you actually you've already uh, you've already signed up but what I wanted to do let me just see where is it here it is I got it right here tomorrow putting the finishing touches on my on my program tomorrow it's a community group there's about 70 of us already 75 that are coming to the breathwork and badassery it's basically your young inner child your child mind meeting your adult mind and getting to understand one another instead of trying to project on one another. This is the greatest integration plus breath work that you've ever done, I promise. How do I know? Because literally I've been studying different for forms and as part of my overview, I'm constantly integrating the very best elements of each thing that I learn. I am constantly enrolled in new trainings of neuroscience, of attachment theory, of polyvagal theory, so that I can become better at honing my skills of getting the best results to regulate the nervous system, get you into your heart, connect to your inner voice, which is going to guide you through the unknown so that instead of being a passive victim, participant to your life, you're an active you're an active creator, creator of the, the quality of the relationships that you're going to have around you because of the relationship and the safety that you've created within yourself. And so tomorrow, we're going to start the process of creating safety in your nervous system. Most of us don't know how to breathe. And when we go into feelings, which is going to happen, you're going to notice your ego show up, create stories, and try to have you check out. The whole purpose is to consciously connect back to breathing when our minds want to get away from feeling. And hopefully, you're going to drop in and express and move the emotion through your body. It is probably one of the most heart-opening, uh, soul-opening, soul-connecting, nervous system regulating practice that you can do that I'm going to throw some coaching in and you're going to leave there with a you're going to look in the mirror afterwards and say oh my god I don't recognize myself I feel so relaxed you will sleep better 
your digestion will move, you will release a lot of pent-up tension, you will likely sleep better than you have in months, and you're going to be able to start to feel a sense of grounding. And the interesting thing is you can practice this again and again, and this will be the first of many events that we're uh, trying in this community. We're also going to be adding in a somatic yoga trauma release class um, with Eilina. Uh, the community is expanding what I'm offering. We're going to be able to have you participate in trauma release uh, nervous system regulation style yoga with the overview put into the body movements. This is what Eilina and I are talking about and just getting ready to have her come and share her wisdom and her genius and just what we normally do with my private clients. I've just moved that line to make it more accessible to the many. And uh, I really am delighted for this opportunity. I mean, this is the one thing with all the tragedy that's going on. The one thing I am grateful for is that this has given me a deeper opportunity to connect. If it wasn't for my sitting around for two weeks, uh, twiddling my thumbs in quarantine in this place before I got to see my, my fiance, I wouldn't have had the time to be able to just get quiet and creative and go, what does the world need most right now? Ah, they need to have a message that puts them into their hearts rather than causes them to dissociate from themselves. Why? Because their children need them. Because we are facing a pandemic. I want to remind you, we're in the midst, we're at the beginning of a massive upcoming epidemic. We're having, we're facing a mental health epidemic. It's happening. It's starting now and over the next three, six, 12 months as this thing progresses, mental health, especially with people who've been avoiding, it's just crumbling, crumbling around us. And it's gonna get to a point where we can't, we can't hide anymore. And now it's more, it's most, probably the most important time for us to start to prioritize that healing because as things crumble around us, who's going to be the one to take charge and lead the new kind of regime of the new the new world after this <clears throat> this complete epidemic runs through? It's completely different. Nobody knows. Are we going to have to walk around with masks all the time? Will social distancing be the norm? How is this going to impact your children? Are they going to all post-traumatic stress because they've observed their parents fighting all the time and just breaking apart because they didn't have the tools and the skills to create safety inside their hearts so that they can create safety within each other so that the kids can then feel safe and not have the intergenerational trauma passed down and then have children with all sorts of anxiety disorders that, yeah, it's, oh, take them to the doctor, put pills in them. Uh, no. Let's look here first. <laughs> Let's look here first. Let's not absolve ourselves from that responsibility. Let's not delegate. Let's not delegate the work to doctors that must be done in here. Because if we don't, we're just going to keep on perpetuating the cycle. Your children who are now drugged up are going to then learn that this is the answer and we not just reach for a pill with given by somebody with a with a lab coat that makes it okay well i can just instead of reaching for answers inside cuz nobody have fucking taught me how i'm going to reach for answers outside this must stop this must end and it's getting worse and so it's never been more of important of a time for us to make healing this part of us a priority because they're going to need us out there. This is a different conversation than most conversations. The one that's happening in this room, in this community, it's different. The ones out there are victim, victim, villain, victim, villain. It's just going around like this, looking for a hero. It's just bullshit. It's just a bullshit cycle that you're never going to get out of. It's time to stop with the victim, villain, hero. Stop. Stop pointing fingers. Heal yourself so that you can guide others. Because if you blame those people, you don't realize you're now stuck in that cycle. You must empathize with those people. But you can't do that unless you empathize with you. 
the, the, the people that are against you, that are at war with you, that have an opposing side to you, are only opposing you because they don't feel empathized by you. And there's no way you can empathize with them without first fully empathizing with you. So the work becomes all responsible of myself to go inside and heal those wounds with me. Once I've now empathized with me, I look and see a wounded human being that was at war with me that I can actually help. This is this is the emerging leader within you. I see you. I see that that's possible for you. It's who you really are. It's what your potential is. And if you don't live to that potential, oh, what a shame that would be, right? It's like your child not living to its potential. It's a shame. And so to help you get to your potential, you must unite with the child that got fragmented from their potential. And tomorrow, I'll teach you how to do it. You've been listening to the Trigger Proof Podcast, designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds anytime there's reactivity there's a wound and if you're curious and inspired to learn more join us at breathwork and badassery or the overview experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work there's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Because nobody's taught you. Nobody taught me either. I had to learn. And over the past couple of years of reconnecting with that child inside of me, I've gone from a place of never wanting to commit to anyone never really wanting to be a dad, never thinking that I could ever settle down with one person. I'm always like a commitment phobe to finally meeting somebody going, wow, I wouldn't want to be with anybody else. The intimacy that I have is so real. And I'm, a, I'm going to be a dad. And now I'm looking going, I'm ready. I know exactly how to raise them. Not exactly. I plan on fucking up just as much as you. It's just I'm probably going to be able to catch myself and be an observer a lot better than I would have had I not gone through what I've, the work that I've gone through, the mountain that I've climbed in the last couple of years, the path that I've walked. Now I can come back with a flashlight and a walking stick saying, join me. <laughs> I will walk with you. <laughs> join me. I will walk with you. In this inward bound journey, to help heal the fragmented part inside of you that you're trying to heal by thinking your way out of it. Tomorrow, it's not gonna, it, tomorrow we change that story. We're gonna start with an understanding and an explanation of your emotional childlike brain, unconscious mind, and the conscious mind, and the role of what we're doing is trying to integrate the child mind with the adult mind and reestablish a new relationship with yourself not just on a on a cognitive basis and through imagination and visualization that's great and we're going to actually drop it into the body and after we've made that reunion we're going to drop into a one hour breathwork session where you are invited to engage and with no expectations no they say no intentions but i'm going to help you set an intention yet at the same time surrender to whatever form it comes through fully accepting and you'll leave feeling completely different and then a conversation and a discussion later on about parenting reparenting how this impacts you as a parent most of the clients that we've left tracy for example after her she did the overview experience she she came up to me and she's like I now understand how to parent my kid. I'm like, I know, it's weird, right? Once you learn how to become the parent that you wish you always wanted, 
you then learn how to have an amazing relationship with your kids and you know exactly how to respond when they freak the fuck out instead of become reactive. So it's a real pleasure for me to uh, share it with you. Let me know in the comment section, are you coming? Oh yeah, Yanni, you're coming. Uh, Chelsea, definitely you'll be there. Heal the fragmented part of you. Definitely log in It's only uh, and get in. Make sure you... Um, Register when, when the thing comes up and then you sign the waiver. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, it's super duper important, super duper important that you show up with an open heart and with a journal with water. It's only five bucks, by the way. That was a question that I'm leaving it really open because I wanted everybody to the power of co-regulation self-regulation plus co-regulation in one you literally get a felt sense of a transformation and something that i'm going to start on a monthly basis fyi so this is kind of like a your monthly breathwork session with inner child meditation guided by yours truly and me and my inner child are going to be joining you and yours and we're going to have a little play date together so i look forward to seeing you tomorrow uh, let me know in the comment section if you're coming. If you still, here's the other part. You know three or four other people that really should be there. Reach out to them right now. Grab that link. Tell them to join. Invite them into this group. We are raising a new generation of people willing to break the cycle of intergenerational trauma. It takes one generation. It's kind of like the spread of intergenerational trauma that you're dumping on your kids. You can break that spread because that's the real pandemic. You can literally break it by just putting your hand up and going, I'm just going to take a step. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to be afraid. I'm going to be scared. Chelsea, Yanni. Okay. Imagine, Lisa, imagine how different your life would be if your parents took on this work like three decades ago, two, three decades ago, how different would your life be? Just write it down. Tomorrow it's from noon to 2.30 p.m. It's only five bucks. You can't miss it. Chelsea, you better, it's going to get you out of your freeze. You're going to have a profound experience. If you, and you'll be confronted by your ego stories. What am I doing? What's this? Wonder what's got, what's on TV. Wonder when the NBA is going to start up again. That's going to show up. That's supposed to show up. You are here to have kind of a different relationship with it. What happened? Tell me what happened. If you're on the work, yeah, yeah, you'll be there. Friend Yep, you're there. What would happen? What would have happened if your parents took it on? You probably would have grown up feeling seen and heard. And you probably would have been given a roadmap. Here's a roadmap. Whenever you get triggered, whenever you have emotions come up, when you had emotions come up, you probably wouldn't have heard, shut up, quiet, leave me alone, not now. You would have actually had a parent that looked you in the eye and said, Hey, Yanni, it seems as though you're really sad right now. It seems as though what I said to you really hurt your feelings. What was that like for you? What? Imagine, my mom, my mom could never say those words. It would involve her actually being able to feel herself, to feel feelings herself about her and be able to let her drop in to accept those feelings but the ego blocks it because it's so painful and when the ego blocks it it's like this one of these things this is what people feel around you have you ever tried talking to someone and you're screaming at them like please get me and it's just like there's this they don't even see you that's the experience there's a lack of empathy because you don't know how to empathize with your younger self tomorrow you learn how to do it and it's a practice, so you're not going to be perfect right away, or you could have a mind-blowing experience. I want you to show up without expectation, without an agenda, yet with an intention. Think about it tonight before you go to bed. Think about it, and tomorrow we're gonna have. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to show up ready, 
and it's going to be a magical event. I look forward to seeing you. Are there any questions you have about it? Are there questions about, about this, this uh, conversation? Really, I want to leave you with one thing. I want to leave you with this idea that the work that we're doing here is to train you. My wish is to train you how to create a sacred pause for yourself, to learn how to create a sacred pause and to be able to find that sacred pause where literally time expands and you're able to see that it's an illusion. You can take a moment and open it up and just have this timeless experience. And the sacred pause is necessary, especially when you're feeling a sense of overwhelm. That is a telltale sign my nervous system gives me that I am too much here and I've detached from here. And it's time to go into the overwhelm and learn how to trigger-proof it. And I want to teach that to you. That's what this whole conversation is about. Have you been enjoying the content? Are there any specific questions that you have? If so, I am happy to answer them for you. I will do more posts. My commitment is to do one, at least one a day, 11 a.m., 7 p.m. Today I was in a seminar all day, a uh, workshop all day with my coach, uh, my mentor, and just game planning the next three months and how exciting they're going to be and what I'm going to offer my people in terms of free content, in terms of group coaching, in terms of like like just serving the shit out of you so that you come out of this the other side going, yeah, you know what? I came through on the other side of this better because of the stuff that I learned here because I keep them in mind. Your voice is always in my head. Yanni sends messages saying, I could hear your in my dream, I could hear your voice in my dream. So I already have my intention. Of course you do. Yes, yes, you're there. Awesome. Lisa, share your experience in transformation. Wow, where you were two years ago. Wow, where you were two years ago. Ah, oh, so amazing. So I'm going to leave you with this. Can you create a sacred pause where you're just in sensation? Can you do that? Can you do it right now by going into your breath and noticing it? Getting into your body and surrendering the exhale. Can you notice the tension of the muscles in your face? Touch your hand on your chest or wherever you're feeling a sense of alarm. On our group calls with my community, some people are like this, some people are like this. For me, it's usually right here. Can you rub that area and just get into sensation? Feel the sensation without any of the explanation. As my friend Russ says, sensation without explanation. Can you see that little ache as the younger self? How old are you? How old is that version of you that's calling you forward to join back to them? How old is that version of you that's wanting your attention? Can you let them know that they can be safe now because you're coming for them tomorrow? Chelsea, 100% true. What better time than this? What better conversation than this right now? What's the one thing we have control of? My way, my ability to go in and touch that area in my chest and say, I see you. I see how scared you are. Can you connect to that younger part of you and give them space to feel it? I see... I see how scared you are. And can you also give them space to grieve? This is very important. I'm grieving the loss of the way that I used to do things. I'm grieving the loss of money, of having tenants in this place. 
I'm grieving the loss of money. I'm grieving the loss of friendships. Is it okay for you to feel that grief for a moment? Give it space and as breathe and you notice it and you feel it in your body, are you able to just sit with it for a moment without distracting, without trying to run away, without getting up and walking around and trying to distract yourself? Can you just sit in it and just drop in and just allow yourself to feel that pain and that grief? It's so normal. It makes total sense why you feel this way. Talk to your little child, kind of like they're your son or your daughter, and say, it's okay, sweetheart, you can, you can be sad. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have grief about this. What your experience is grief, and it totally makes sense. It's what us human beings feel when we feel like we've lost because we get addicted to the way we used to do things and we don't have an ability in those moments to really see what's in front of us, the opportunities. So it's okay and it makes sense for us to grieve that. In fact, it's healthy for you to grieve it. Can you give it space to grieve? Put your hand right over it. Look at your younger self and say, I, I hereby give you all the space, <clears throat> all the permission to have, to have all the feelings that are coming up. <clears throat> Surrendering the exhale. If any tears need to come out, really let them out. You even want to kind of get into sensation, and this is what I was doing in quarantine quite a bit when I couldn't get any. Just doing a lot of this. Can you give yourself that and that acknowledgement? Say, I see you. It's okay to grieve. I've got you here now. You won't have to be alone. See how they're responding to you. Let them just kind of ease and relax into your body. Bringing that younger self with you, holding their hand, walking them through, have them look around at that younger version of you, look around on what you've been able to accomplish with the challenges that they went through. Seriously, get them to see you. Get them to see you and look at your life from their eyes, their perspective. See that little smile? <clears throat> hey, that's right. We got that. We did it. See your entire life and the different areas of your life from their eyes, with from their humble beginnings. Feel the gratitude of seeing your life from their eyes. Now, fully resourced, hand in hand with that child mind, with that child self, your, your inner child, you're going to start to look forward towards the future. What kind of a future do you together want? What do you want to contribute? What are your gifts that you want to share for other people so that they can then have permission to be themselves as well? Really feel into that. See that and feel it fully. Feel the gratitude as though it's an already established fact. It's already happening. Feel that sacred pause you've taken to look and create. This is a new reality that you've now created from a place of regulation. Now you're telling your brain exactly where to aim. You're telling, you're telling your child mind what skills you're going to need to learn. Who you are going to become in this process is the reward. Surrender and let go of that vision and feel the gratitude as though it's already happened. And you can open your eyes.
Beautiful. Lantent, some of your questions I've around and I'm not sure of my answers. That's right. Good. It's good good for you to think. And before you go to bed tonight, Yanni, it'd be good for you to put that out there because every time I've ever had a question, I've journaled it, I've calmed myself down, I go to bed, and the answer comes every time. It shows up every time. Why? Because your inner voice, your inner guidance is is waiting for you <laughs> to connect. And that can only happen through a regulated nervous system, which is why I'm so hell-bent in teaching you so that you can come out of this at a, an emerged, emergent, uh, more powerful, uh, emergent leader that you actually can be if you just focus on going inside rather than outside. Hopefully that's what your biggest takeaway was, and I'll see you tomorrow. Make sure you jump on the uh, thing. Hope you join us. We only have a few hours left. It's probably going to be in the next 12, 14 hours it starts, and uh, I really look forward to it. I can't wait to share this with you and to see the community. It'll be well over 70 people. That'll be probably my largest, one of my largest group calls I've ever done personally, and uh, you're going to have a nice, comfortable place to rest, a pillow, a bottle of water. Make sure you also have some chapstick because you're going to going to get some dryness. You're going to be well hydrated, but don't eat before. You're going to be hungry after. Just a warning. Can't wait to, uh, to share this with you. And I want you to invite three or four people who really need it, who are in a fight or flight or freeze, and who really ha have this leadership inside them, but they just can't see themselves yet. This is a way for them to have access to that. And it's only five bucks. Please invite them. Bring them into the group. Think of a few people. Get them in this group, and let them in. Let them join the conversation. Namaste, motherfuckers. See you at the next perfect time.